BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sierra Unfiltered. I am so happy and a little bit surprised to still have Skylar here as my co-host. Same, same. (laughs) I am due in eight days, and I, yeah, I mean, we'll see. This is for sure our last podcast without a baby. We booked this podcast as like a, you're probably not gonna, either the baby's gonna be here or you're gonna be like, so like just done done (laughs) that you won't be able to come in and film a podcast and then last night i texted you i was like hey how are you feeling you're like i'm see you at 10 (laughs) a.m ready to roll i was like are you sure (laughs) yeah no i'm ready i'm excited and i feel like the topic of this podcast is very fun too it is we're gonna do our guilty pleasures this was a recommendation from someone i think in my dms they were like oh, I'm so surprised that you like Survivor. I never would have pegged you as like a huge Survivor fan. You guys should do a podcast of like, A, things that you like that people wouldn't expect and B, like guilty pleasures. Yeah. So we're kind of kind of combine those, mostly leaning on the guilty pleasures. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Um, Oh, what you drinking? Oh, first of all, I am not drinking water. I'm drinking a White Claw. I'm not in my two-week wait, so... I'm so excited. It's been a while since I've had a drink on the podcast. I I love when people drink around me. You are you are the opposite of like the kind of person who's like, oh, I hate when people drink. No, like you're like, hey, you should drink. Like, and it's it's not because like you're drinking. I'm just such like a, a peer pressurey person. But like even the other day, I me, think it's because you want everyone to have fun. Well, and I feel like I can get to drunk without being drunk. Yeah, like you can just get yourself there mentally. Yeah. Like, I can just put myself in that headspace. Like, we went to go see Cats the other day, and Sierra ordered a beer, and I was like, Kyle, Steven, like, do you guys want a beer too? Like, this is, like, a really fun thing. Like, let's... I just wanted everyone to go for it. And I I enjoyed the movie so much more because people were drinking. Well, first of all, us seeing Cats, honestly, my best experience in a movie theater in, like, the past couple years. Yeah, I think for me maybe ever yeah because so we went to cats and we decided this was like a week after it opened so we're all like okay we want to go see cats let's you know we're looking at the theater near us and then we're like oh there's no showings all day so we start checking all the theaters in our city in our entire county one theater had one showing of cats (laughs) this day so we're like okay i know cats isn't that popular 
but I like I know everyone hates cats but if this is the one showing of all of today of all the theaters like it's gonna be packed yeah so we went on to buy tickets early to like reserve our seats and it said there was only one other person in the theater and so we were a little shocked and so we were like okay well whatever like let's just still buy our tickets like I'm sure it'll fill up like it's the only showing and then we get there and that person must have asked for a refund or something because they (laughs) They weren't weren't there it was just the four of us in the cats theater we Uh, had a blast it was the best time ever because we were able to sing along to all the songs we were yelling I mean not yelling (laughs) but we were like laughing and Stephen Stephen does not know who any celebrities look like and literally all he knew was that Taylor Swift was in this movie. And every cat that came on screen, he'd be like, is that Taylor Swift? It would be like James Corden. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, is that, that Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift? <laughs> so we were just being so silly and obnoxious. And oh my, I had an absolute blast. Like, it was, it was so, so fun. fun. It was like the joy of having an at-home screening where you can, you know, talk and be a little rowdy. Yeah. But like, i On IMAX. the big screen. <laughs> well, and also it felt like a little like naughty is definitely the wrong word but like we it felt a little like i don't know dangerous it, it kind of made me feel like a high schooler yeah like we a, were like being so loud and rowdy in this theater but there was literally, literally no, no one, one else there like i think that's the way that like when i was in high school or middle school and like we'd go to the movies and like be really obnoxious like that's how we acted but there were other people in the theater oh my gosh a nightmare and now we just did it it was so great at cats well and it was funny because we were texting and we were like what's our last double date gonna be Mm pre-baby and me kyle and sierra were all like cats because like cats and steven was like oh but like little women go see little woman And, like, I'm sure Little Woman is great. Like, but if we, we would not have had as much fun at Little Women as we did at Cats. Yeah, and I stand like, by that. Like, I might have cried a little bit. Like, it would have been, like, a beautiful, a beautiful time. But we would have walked away and been like, that was really great, guys. Like, see you in a couple days. After Cats, I was amped. <laughs> it was so fun. Uh, but uh, It was a blast. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm really excited that you're drinking White Claw yes. because I just... I'm excited. Um, do you want to do your hot take? Ooh, yes. What is my hot take? Oh, okay. So I don't know if this is actually that unpopular of a, an opinion, but I think that Disney is just the superior animation studio to all other animation studios. Like, if there is a Disney movie coming out or a Pixar movie, I am 100% going to see it. Whereas... I don't know the last time I went to a theater to see, like, Sherlock Gnomes <laughs> or, like, a weird off-brand, like, DreamWorks, Paramount, yeah, anything. Well, I think the big difference for me is that those movies, typically from other studios, no shade to anyone who works at any of those studios, um, are made for kids. Yeah. Whereas Disney movies are made for everyone. Yeah. And so, like, sure, they're family-friendly. They're not, like, cursing up a storm um there's not really any like adult themes but it is done so that adults can enjoy it yeah well and i think that i think the main like kind of controversial point here is between like dreamworks and disney Mm. like i think we can all agree that like frozen is better than sherlock gnomes (laughs) but i think that some people would say like kung fu panda or how to train your dragon or any of those movies are like 
comparable. Yeah. And I just don't think they are. Well, your cat's named after How to Train Your Dragon. I did not name him, though. <laughs> I like, it's kind of like a running joke in our house that I'll call him different names because I don't like the name Toothless. <laughs> like, I just, like, I feel like half the time when I tell people my cat's name's Toothless, they either think I'm, like, a really big How to Train Your Dragon fan, which I'm not, <laughs> or they think that he actually has no teeth. And then it's, like, not exciting to be, like, no, like, he has regular, like, cat, cat teeth. <laughs> Blah. So I'll, like, call him, like, funny other names. What What are but, your nicknames for your cat? Do you remember when that thing was going around the, on Twitter that was, like, my cat's name, Toothless, what I call him, and, like, the ten nicknames? I'm asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I call Toothless a lot of, like, uh, it's actually, it's actually kind of sad because I feel like I call Toothless, like, I'll call him, like, dumb boy or, like, stinky or, like, like, hey, come over here, like, the worst cat ever. And then all of them, like, come here, sweet baby princess angel. <laughs> but I don't have a favorite, guys. I swear. I call Bella belly pants a lot, and I don't know where that I've came never from. Heard that. But that's, like, my, like, we're cuddling up in bed. I'm like, look at my belly pants, my little belly pants. And I, oh my God. I don't know where that came from. I call Bruiser like boozy boo, boozy, any anything like that. But I feel like belly pants is the one where I look at that sometimes. I'm like, you're like, what why am I calling this? my dog belly pants? See, I call Olive Squirrel a lot, or like Squirrel Friend. I'll be like, come here, my Squirrel Friend, because she looks like a little squirrel. Or like lately, I've been calling her Shadow a lot because she just like follows me around, and so like. I'll be like, come here, Shadow. It's a lot. Especially when you're, like, home alone. And you're like, oh, I'm talking to my cat. I'm going a little crazy. But, but yeah, I think the only exception of, like, a movie that is not a Disney movie that's animated that I think is, like, on that same level is Shrek. And, like, the Shrek franchise. And you know what the thing about Shrek is? It was not made, like, for kids for kids. Like, there's yeah. a lot of adult jokes in there. Yeah. Like, I rewatched Shrek recently, and I was like, I didn't get half these jokes when I watched it. I like that you rewatched Shrek recently. I did. It was great. Uh, this is why we're friends. I know. I love you. I love you. <laughs> What's your hot take? My hot take is that, well, there's the first one, and then there's, like, the more extreme one. Wait, also, before we get into your hot take, can you tell me what you were angry about? <gasps> oh, yeah. I Right before Skylar. we started the podcast, she was like... I think I should switch my hot take because there's something that's making me really angry today. But it's not really a hot take. It's just something that, like, really pissed me off. Wait. So on Monday, I went to my gym. Okay. I was going to a gym, which name I won't say because I don't want to get in trouble. Because I'm about to slander them. (laughs) I've been going to this gym for, like, two years. Mm -hmm. And when I joined, everything was included. It was, like, pretty clean. And it was a little more expensive than I wanted. It was, like, maybe 20 bucks a month. Okay. But I was like, okay, every, you know, everything's included, whatever. Yeah. Then they start charging for towels. And I'm like, all right, you know, I don't really shower that much at the gym, so, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Then it starts being that, like, they have these cool little, like, cubbies almost that you could, like, work out in and, like, have your own little space. Yeah. And then they started, like, those were always full with, like, their personal trainers, which, like, I get. Yeah. But there was never any spot for me to, like, do my circuit. And then I went in on Monday, and they started charging for water bottle refills for their water refills what? like they had a water thing where you put your water bottle in and press the thing and it would fill up your water yeah they started charging 6.99 a month for that if you want water extra 6.99 a month and it was ridiculously busy when i went there on monday and 
I'm dumb and I didn't think about the fact that it was a holiday. It was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And that's probably why I was so busy. But I was like, enough. Like, I had an hour to work out. I maybe got 30 minutes to actually work out because, like, every treadmill was full. Like, every single, like, weight machine I used was full. So I went to the front. I was like, I would like to cancel. Like, and the trainer that I really liked left. So I was like, I was going there really for, like, because I was already signed up there. And, like, the trainer that I liked was there. She left to a different gym. So Mm. I was like... I'm out. Can you believe that? So now I joined a different gym down the street. That's were only... you were you able to cancel though? I they did not let me cancel there. I need to call and cancel. Because <laughs> I feel like canceling gym memberships I is know. like one of the hardest things in life. But I found one that's closer to my house and is only twelve ninety nine a month and is never crowded and they don't charge me <laughs> for my freaking water. Woo woo! But that pissed me off. I'm like, who charges for water? Yeah, at a that's gym. A lot. Like that's a rid- and I was. And at this point, they had raised my dues so much. It was like $35 a month. And they wanted me to pay another $6 for water. I'm sorry that might seem incredibly trivial. But no, I was annoyed. It's the little things. So you don't want to follow your trainer to whatever gym she, she went to? She moved to like 30 minutes away from me. I'm like, I'm not going to drive 45 mm-hmm. minutes to the gym. Let's be real. Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Girl, that's a really big commitment. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to drive that far. Yeah. But, yeah, so I joined a new gym down the street, big middle fingers, which I'm not going to do because, like, love Jesus. Um, <laughs> big middle fingers what? to that big gym chain, who I'm not naming. Anyways, my hot take, unrelated. <laughs> my hot take. This is what happens when I have a, literally two sips of a White Claw. I love that. Um, My hot take is that schools, public schools specifically, should not be allowed to ban pajamas. And I'm going to take it a step further. I don't think that public schools should have dress codes at all. Okay, so elaborate. Why do you think that? Because I think I agree with the first part of that, but not the second part. So pajamas specifically, what constitutes a pajama? I went to a charter school where I would only go in once a week and there was a no pajamas and no leggings rule. So I would come in in like sweats and they'd be like, those are pajamas. And I'd be like, no, they're not. They're soft pants. And they'd be like those are pajamas and I'd be like prove it like they're not pajamas so I just think that like if some especially because in high school like I had so much going on in my brain like there was in my personal life there was (laughs) in high school I was like president of four clubs I was working two jobs I was taking all AP classes (laughs) which like you were doing a lot of those things but I like you're like I had so So much much going going on. on in In my my brain brain. i had so many issues it took a lot to get me to get up and go to class if i need to get up and go to class in my pajamas like better for me to be there so that's my thing on pajamas i think you know what if a student wants to be comfy if they want to go in their pajamas that's fine now the no dress codes at public schools so circling back to that okay go ahead sorry i wonder no i i love it i wonder if it's different nowadays because wearing sweatpants is like trendy Mm. when Mm -hmm. we were in school athleisure wasn't a thing no like the most athleisure that was like in fashion was wearing like victoria's secret pink yoga Yoga pants pants that had the fold over yeah remember that but like yoga pants weren't even really a thing no and the ones that were a thing were like cottony yeah but now i feel like people wear like high-waisted like sweatpants and it's very like kardashian instagram baddie is that considered pajamas 
I don't think it should be. Because, like, if you're buying it from the regular clothing section. Yeah. What constitutes a pajama? Yeah. So I agree with you on that point. Now I'm going to take it a little more extreme. Okay. Public schools are, you know, government organizations. (laughs) I don't think the government has any place to tell if I'm a mom and I say to my teenage daughter, you can wear a crop top. As a mother, that is my decision. That's my domain. Yeah. I don't think the government has any, any right to tell my teenage daughter to cover up her midriff. Like, I think that's messed up. I don't think it should be allowed. If you want to go to a private school, you can have whatever dress code you want. Yeah. But public school, I don't think that should be. The argument that a lot of people say is it prepares you for the future. You have to dress professionally when you go to education. They're not dressing professionally in that dress code. Like, it's still very casual. And also, when you go to college, if you go to a public college, there's not really a dress code. Yeah. So, to me, and you don't know what field someone's going to go into. Yeah. Like, I don't think you and Carly and me need to dress, like, particularly professionally in the office. Like, thank goodness the high school I went to told me I wasn't allowed to wear booty shorts because that prepared me for working from home. (laughs) So, I think that, okay, I agree partially. Okay. I agree from the from the perspective that you didn't bring up which is that like girls aren't allowed to wear certain things because it distracts boys oh yeah no that's messed up i think like having specific rules for specific genders Mm -hmm. isn't okay like i don't think it should be like boys can wear this but if a girl wears it then that's not okay or vice versa um I think that where it gets a little iffy for me is if we're talking about, like, high school, middle school. Right. They are minors. And I think that ideally the the person who we're talking about and their guardian would be responsible enough to be like, hey, we have made the decision together that you can wear this. Right. But I think that a lot of people lack that. That parental like, guidance. Like, I mean, I knew people in high school whose parents would, like, buy them alcohol or, like, take them out to, like, really sketchy places with boys or, like, weren't necessarily what you would think of when you think of a typical parent. Right. And I think if those kids had been let to, like, had been allowed to wear whatever they want, their parents would have bought them, like, literally just, like, bras and underwear to wear to school. But then... I think that gets into the, but I still think, even though I disagree with that, I still think that's the parents' right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing of, like, I mean, that's more political, but I just don't think the government has any place in women's bodies, in what we yeah. wear, in parenting. Like, mm If it's not hurting anyone, which I don't think girls wearing crop tops is hurting anyone, I say leave it. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree. I think the... the thing that I keep getting stuck on is that it's minors, and I right. think... It might put teachers in an uncomfortable position. Like, if I were, like, a heterosexual male teacher and, like, girls were coming in wearing, like, rave outfits, I might feel uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that at a certain point, like, public school is free. I mean, obviously, like, we pay for it in our taxes. taxes. But it's essentially free. Right. And it's, like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm a little torn on that one, which I like. I like I when like, we don't completely I I like, agree on I things. like when we bicker. It's <laughs> nice. Girl, I like when we fight. I'm like, let's wrestle. <laughs> Take it outside. 
It's like an episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> just like pillow fight. Sham- oh but my you're god. Tammy. I am Tammy. <laughs> I will take you down. Uh, we stand Tammy. Um, what's your bump date? Ooh, my bump date is that I am very pregnant and I feel like I could have my baby at any time now. So tomorrow I turn 39 weeks, which wow. means that I'm, I'm like fully full term. Yeah. Like there's the only thing he's doing at this point is gaining fat. Yeah. Which is weird. Like I, I keep sending text to our group chat of before it would be like baby's update for the day like they grew a liver like they are i don't know like in the beginning it was like they grew fingernails they're like hearing for the first time and now it's like baby is really enjoying peeing (laughs) it's not like it's not like baby starting to pee it's just like he's enjoying there was one you sent that was like Baby is practicing by peeing and swallowing his ambiotic fluid over and over again. It's like, wow, I'm so glad that I'm creating life. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad that he's making so many, just, I don't know, making such progress. But, yeah. But, yeah, I'm very pregnant. I feel like every night I think I'm going into labor. Yeah. But I haven't yet. Yeah. So, I have a good. question, which mm-hmm. we can cut out because this is, like, a personal question, but also I think some people would probably be curious to know. Yeah. Have you decided – if you're gonna like post a birth announcement are you planning on sharing any photos of him like have you kind of made those decisions so I think that I will I'll definitely post photos of him Mm -hmm. we've talked about this briefly before but I just I only want to post things that like aren't embarrassing because obviously like I'm his parent or guardian so I'm the one who would be consenting for whatever but I think that I just like, I don't know how much I would love all of my baby photos being online and even, like, the most, like, polished, wonderful ones. Um, so I definitely am going to post about him because I feel like he's a huge part of my life and yeah. it's something that, like, I like documenting. I feel like I have a lot of people, like, in similar stages of life that, like, are following me on Instagram and, like, I love enjoying, I love enjoying that content. I love viewing that content. Right. Um, but, like, I I mean, you guys can drag me if I ever do, because please drag me. <laughs> but, like, I don't ever want to post him crying or, like, like poop coming out of his diaper or him in the bathtub or anything that's even remotely... Nothing that could embarrass him in the future. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Because I think, yeah. you know, as a teenager, when you're, you know, like, 12 to 15, just your parents, like, existing can be embarrassing. Yeah. And then to the thought of, like you know those kind of personal moments that can be funny in the moment and can be funny for you guys to look back on yeah but having those be so public I think well and also I think at at this point like I do have more of a following than like just some of the people that I went to high school with Mm -hmm. and so I think it I actually don't know if it would be that different if I only had like a couple hundred followers but I do think knowing that strangers are viewing like the pictures that I post of my child like I just want to be extra cautious I think that's smart and then I think we'll post his birth announcement like as soon as I get a cute photo of him Ah, I mean at this point I feel like everything with my pregnancy I haven't really wanted to have anything be like a big reveal like even like when we found out the sex of our baby I like just posted on Instagram stories and was like hey like he's a male yeah Woo! <laughs> and I, like I didn't do any sort of like big 
thing or even like a feed post or whatever and I feel like the only big thing now is like telling people his name Mm -hmm. and the only reason why I haven't done that is because I didn't want people to tell me that they didn't like it yeah and so when you could still potentially change it yeah like I think (laughs) I think that it's not even like a oh like what's his name gonna be like big name reveal I think it's just I feel like once I have the baby, people can't be like, I hate that name. Yeah. And if they do hate the name, then it's like already legally. Like, yeah, that's you're like, what it well, is. screw you because it's already on the birth certificate. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if I had talked about it for the last like six months, then people would be like, that's cute, but I really like this, that, and the other. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it would make me question it. Yeah. But, I think that's a good idea. But yeah. I love watching you go through all of this. It's so oh. fascinating to see you navigate it. And you're doing such a good job with everything. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so excited. I I can't believe it's your birthday tomorrow. Oh, yeah. As we're filming this, it's my birthday tomorrow. I forgot how old I'm going to be. I'm going to be 24. That's so crazy. <laughs> um, Should we go ahead and get into the topic at hand? Do you want to do your sister's sister? Oh, yes. Okay. So my sister's sister update is I did not get my period this past month. Mm-hmm. But based on tracking the other signs, I think I am back on track to have it again, again, hopefully in about a week and a half so hopefully I'll keep trying to stay on top of tracking those signals and I think for me it's just really learning how to understand my body and you know it's not a big deal that I miss this one period yeah but just looking you know working with my medical professionals my dietitian and looking at my everything that's going on in my life and being like okay is there anything that would have made me miss another period is there anything that would have caused that is there anything we can tweak here and there and just trying to continue to be proactive on that and adjust it totally I feel like one of the biggest things for me that I'm currently going through and I feel like you're also going through is I feel like I've never been more in sync with my body Mm. of like I just have never paid that much attention to it of like I've paid attention to the aesthetics of my body well and I think that's the thing is I was so like just over obsessed with the aesthetics of my body for so long that I just neglected to really think about or connect with like the the physicality. Yeah. And now it's like the it's flipped. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's a very weird thing to be like, oh, like I don't care what time of day it is. Like I feel my stomach grumbling or I feel this sensation. Like let me go take care of that or I don't know. I just feel like I'm so much more in tune with everything that's happening. I feel like also because I'm like on high alert. Yeah. Like, this is Every a really labor sign. Tinge, you're like, is this it? Yeah, but I feel like you're going through a very similar thing yeah. of being very connected. Yeah, like- and it feels good. And I think, I think you know, working with my dietitian and being really consistent with my exercise routine is helping that. Yeah, and helping me to feel very connected with my body and feel very like, oh, this exercise that I did made me feel really good, or oh, this food that I made me feel really bad. Yeah, and truly just paying attention to how things make me feel and not how they make me look yeah and like your reaction to things right right versus just I don't know like I have a negative opinion about eating at this restaurant or eating this type of food being like okay that actually made me feel awful for like two days (laughs) right so So I'm not gonna eat it's not about that it's like unhealthy or it's not about this that and the other it's just about how it physically made me exactly which which is I think you know, I think we get a lot of questions about, like, what should my first step to body positivity be? And now that I've kind of experienced that, I would say that should be the first step for everyone. Yeah. Is, like, just get in touch with your body. Mm-hmm. Start thinking about how things make you feel. 
start thinking about like don't worry about how things look how do things make you feel whether that's a habit an activity a food an exercise a clothes a, cl- a, a cloth, cloth a cloth <laughs> a piece of clothing like literally any even just I've been since getting more into yoga I've become very aware of the way that I mm-hmm. sit and my posture and the way that I stand yeah and that's like a whole nother level of like body awareness and spatial awareness totally no I 100% agree I say as I like hunch over the I table <laughs> but it's comfy time um before we get into our topic at hand our guilty pleasures let me tell you a little bit about our podcast sponsor Woo-hoo! which is cash app cash app is the number one finance app in the app store and cash app is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends so skylar and i you know we went to cats did we want to send cash just hand it back and forth <laughs> get change jingling a bunch of quarters around in my pocket no we just cash apped for the other half didn't have to worry about it so if you want to go see cats with your friends use cash app it makes it easier (laughs) and cash app also comes with the cash card a free debit card that comes with boosts which are like instant rewards for shopping at the places you already love you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like doordash target whole foods and many many more It's literally like having credit card perks, but packed in a free debit card. And I'm also so excited that we are working with Cash App to support one of our favorite organizations, which is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project provides resources and crisis intervention to LGBTQ plus youth. They do amazing things. We are very, very happy to be supporting them. So when you sign up for Cash App and use our promo code unfiltered, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Trevor Project. So don't forget to use promo code UNFILTERED when you download a Cash App from the App Store today. Thank you, Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. (laughs) So do you want to start with your first guilty pleasure or should I? I'll start because I think we have the same first guilty pleasure. Oh, okay. Which is reality television. (gasps) Oh, yes. But I want to preface this because... You said that the reason why we're doing this, or the the inspiration, was someone was surprised that you watched Survivor. Right. And let me know if I'm correct. I don't feel guilty about watching, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Bachelor, like, The Great British Bake Off, anything that's, like, a competition show. Yes. Or there's, like, a big plot to yes. it. Like, The Bachelor, to me, like, I know some people classify, it is trashy reality TV. Yeah. But there is a premise. Yes. We are watching someone start from the beginning, weed out all these other girls or guys, and fall in love. Yes. That is what we're here for. Absolutely. (laughs) What I'm talking about when I talk about reality television that's like a guilty pleasure is reality television that just follows people. So like the Kardashians. I love the Kardashians. (laughs) That's literally my first one was going to be. Yeah. Like for me it's the Kardashians Mm -hmm. and what was yours? But Vanderpump Rules is my other big one. I've like dabbled in other series of like for a long time I was really into the Long Island medium. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's another one. But I feel like the Kardashians at the end of the day are like my end all be all. Like, like I feel like I shouldn't like it. No. And I do. I love it. I know. My other trashy reality, is it even really trashy? I love catfish. Ooh, same, but I but I don't really you feel don't. guilty about catfish. Because there's like a premise. But it's literally ep- every single episode is the same. That's it's true. Oh my gosh, we got an email. Let's see what it is. Oh, something doesn't seem right. Let's go to their hometown. Okay, now we're in some quirky cafe doing research. And then yeah. you find out 
And then you talk to the best friend and then, oh my gosh, surprise, it was the best friend the whole time. See, I actually, I think that I feel less guilty about Catfish than like any of the other ones. To me, Catfish feels like the same energy as Shark Tank. I'm like, <laughs> I turn it on when we're like eating dinner or like that's like we have our like list of priority shows and like catfish shark tank like these things are just like good staples yeah of like they're 30 minutes you don't you really know, have to pay attention like you know exactly what you're getting out of it yeah. but like i enjoy it yeah you know so what makes you feel so guilty about vanderpump rules and the kardashians well vanderpump rules specifically i unpopular opinion i don't know how many people listen or watch Vanderpump Rules that also listen to our podcast? Sound off in the comments if you do. There's a new season happening right now. I think we're on episode three of the new season. I've been like watching it as it airs. And I just think the show is going downhill. I oh. think that they, because the whole premise of Vanderpump Rules, let me explain to everyone. Do tell. So Lisa Vanderpump is a real housewife of Beverly Hills. She opened a chain of restaurants in West Hollywood, and it followed the lives of people who were actually servers at her restaurant. Okay. So she came to them and was like, hey, I'm doing this show. Like, who wants to be a part of it? And they did interviews where it was like, who's dating who? Like, who are you best friends with? Who do you hate? Okay. And so it was all very organic in that it was like actually like struggling actors, actresses, like aspiring pop stars, but they all were living in like studio apartments. They all were like sleeping with each other and dating around. And now all of them are professional reality stars. <laughs> so it's like the last episode was like, oh, like, I like I want to do my book signing at your bar mm. <laughs> it's like where are we gonna do my meet and greet at like your restaurant and they're just like too successful but like still trying to be relatable I don't know yeah it's like did you ever watch Jersey Shore yes do you remember how they used to have to like work in the shore store yes. and then like by the last season it was like people were just like literally there was like lines and lines to come in and like take pictures but they yeah. still had to act like oh man we gotta work at the short no, store absolutely. or we don't get to stay in the house well and i feel like the thing with the kardashians is you're watching it because they're like excessively wealthy right. excessively successful excessively <laughs> successful i'm sorry i'm not very eloquent this podcast <laughs> but so the more successful and the more wealth that they like accrue the better the show gets. Right, the more interesting it is. Because the less relatable they keep getting, and that's, like, why you want to watch it. Right. Like, I don't watch the Kardashians, and I'm like, oh, I'm such a Kim. Like, I watch it, and I'm like, look at these crazy people and their crazy lives. Yeah. Whereas, I feel like with Vanderpump Rules or any, like, Jersey Shore, you watch and you're like, oh, how funny. Like, these are these are people that I could know and be friends with. Right. So, anyways. I have never watched an episode of Vanderpump Rules, but I don't know if I've told you this. I once lied and said I was a big fan of Vanderpump Rules because I was at a meeting with, like, a big network. What? And I was like, oh, yeah, I love reality. They were like, do you watch reality TV? Like, we do a lot of, like, influencer work with reality TV. And I was like, Shut I didn't want to just be like, I like Survivor. So I was like, and you had just been telling me about Vanderpump Rules. So I was like, oh, yeah, like, start <laughs> listing a bunch of shows. And I'm like, and Vanderpump Rules. And they're like, oh, my God, I love Vanderpump Rules. Like, who's your favorite? And I was like, Stassi. Because <laughs> I remembered you saying that. That is so funny. What a funny thing to lie about. I know. Oh, I love that. But, yeah, I feel like that's 
that's for sure something that we share yeah so do we want to go do you want me to go through my list and we can just kind of like talk through it and then go to your list or do we want to hop back and forth hmm what do you think carly do you want to choose Sure. But okay. Cool. Yeah. So you do all yours and then I'll do Sweet. all mine. Because I feel like a lot of ours are very similar. Okay. It's not necessarily like a tick for tack. I think like we share some, some are unrelatable. And if any of yours are the same <clears throat> as mine, I'll be like, I'll talk, I'll just talk about that one then too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my next one, I feel like this could be just generalized as like, like music, I feel like is a guilty pleasure for a lot of people. For me specifically, it's Bon Jovi and the Dixie Chicks. I love the Dixie Chicks. I just, I feel like it's because that's like my mom and stepdad, like <laughs> categorized in into bands. But like, I don't like country. Yeah. Like the, the closest I get to liking country is like some old Taylor Swift. Like I don't even <laughs> like, I don't like Carrie Underwood. Like I just, I'm not a country person. But the Dixie Chicks are just like my soul sisters. What, what are your favorite Dixie Chicks songs? Ooh, um, there's so many good ones. Like Wide Open Spaces, yep. like Landslide. Yep. Uh, is it called Earl? Is the song that's I... about Earl? Yeah. yeah called yeah. Earl? I think so. Uh, that's like all I was listening to this morning, which made me think of it. I love I Traveling just... Soldier. That was oh, my favorite. That's so good. Doing that like belting part. Like, I love it. And super whiny. I, Ugh. So I know. Fun. I was literally singing it in the car today. It was so good. <laughs> I got to your house like 20 minutes early. So I just like drove around and, like, <laughs> singing the Dixie, Dixie Chicks. But it just, it's so good. Oh, do you want to hear a fun story? You yes. you might have already known this story, but I don't think podcast listeners do. <laughs> I feel like the perfect example of, like, how Kyle and I grew up differently was one time I, like, pulled out a Dixie Chicks CD, like, not even just on my phone. Like, I had a Dixie Chicks CD in my car and, like, put it in. And I was, like, talking to Kyle about how much I love the Dixie Chicks and, like, how my mom gave me this CD when I was younger. And it's, yeah. like, such, like, a bonding thing for us. And he was, like, oh, I remember when this album came out. My parents took me to a CD-burning party <laughs> downtown. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they had that whole controversy. Yeah. Where, because... Their it's country like, band, their following was, like, very, like... Republican. And pro-Bush. Yeah. And then they came out with those, like, anti-Bush statements. I remember that going on and me me having no idea what was going on because I was, like, eight, but being like, I love the Dixie Chicks. I stand with the Dixie Chicks. I just love the idea of, like, little Kyle, Kyle being like... Well, like it's supposed to be like, what'd you do this weekend? I went to a Dixie Chicks CD burning Jeez. riot. <laughs> so are you, wild. Are you sure we should put that in the podcast? Yeah, with that's Nancy fine. Care? No. Okay. That's Thanks, totally Nancy. fine. <laughs> but but yeah, I feel like that's just a really good example of like you know <laughs> the way you grew up differently. <laughs> but I just forever love the Dixie Chicks. Oh, I love the Dixie Chicks. Do you have any music that's like a guilty pleasure? I do. It's like. 80s and 90s pop and then like modern like bubblegum pop like marketed to teenagers like let me yeah. let me pull up my I have one one playlist I listen to and it's just called happy so with the 80s and 90s is mm-hmm. that actually guilty for you I a little bit because it's like these are songs that like come on the radio or people sing at karaoke and people are like oh my god I remember this song and I'm like yeah I listen to it every morning while I do my hair <laughs> so this playlist is um a lot of Broadway mm-hmm. and then we have 
<laughs> oh, The Weekend by Eden XL, which is my oh, favorite yeah. bubblegum pop song. It's I literally, really good. I was getting ready this morning and I was like, Alexa, play The Weekend by Eden XO. <laughs> like, alone, unironically. Yeah. Love it. On a Thursday. On a Thursday. Okay. I love, like, here's my playlist Build Me Up Buttercup. Yeah. You Make My Dreams Come True. Yeah. I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm-hmm. Mr. Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. Moving Too Fast from the Last Five Years. Um, <laughs> See, I don't feel like those are guilty. You don't think so? It might be because I listen to the same music right as you do and so in my brain that's like very normal for people to listen to i feel like me playing come on eileen on that like that is on my playlist like multiple times per day like yeah. five to six times per day i play come on eileen that's a little bit guilty for me <laughs> sorry i was gonna i i love come on eileen but now i just think about the tiktoks that are about come on eileen wait i have oh yeah <laughs> so, so. That song's been a little tainted for me. What's your next one? Um, My next one, ooh, Ordering Postmates. Mm. I think that I it just is like the laziest thing that I do. <laughs> like I, I just. I think if when I'm, you're pregnant, fully justified. I feel like the most justified that I've ever felt while doing it was when Kyle and I lived in North Hollywood and parking just sucks everywhere like if we were going to go to Chipotle we would have to validate our parking and like park in a parking garage and their little life hack if you also want to order a lot of Postmates there's a Twitter called Postmates codes that will tweet out like every day just free Postmates codes and so if I could get free delivery on Chipotle versus like getting out of bed putting on clothes driving there having to pay for parking like it it makes more sense whereas now I think it's just a lazy thing (laughs) and I feel like I get stressed out when the like the driver's coming by like I always put on like cuter pajamas I feel like I I like sit there for like five minutes and like anxiously waiting so it's not even like that relaxing of an experience but yeah I feel like Postmates I always feel guilty after I order I I go through phases with Postmates where, yeah. like, I'll get in the habit of it. And then, like, I mean, you guys know because you guys work here. Yeah. There'll be, like, a week or two where it's, like, almost every day I'm getting Postmates for lunch. And then there'll be, like, a month, two months, three months where I, like, never have it. And then I have another week where I'm, like, mm, just going to have Postmates every day. Well, it's hard when it's, like, two ninety nine delivery or you have, like, like, right now they're spamming me with codes. Yeah. And it's, like it's literally free delivery and i'm like and i have no groceries here yeah and it would take so much time out of the day to like go pick it up Ugh. it yeah it's very much a guilty pleasure what's your next one um oh my next one is falling into youtube holes what kind of youtube holes what what are the ones that make you feel guilty i mean i don't want to like call out specific influencers but there are definitely people who i wouldn't regularly support or like (laughs) want to give my views to mm-hmm. that I'll just fall in a hole and watch. Right. Like there are some like kind of uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for that's not a curse word. Um there are some guys on the internet that Fuck I f- boys. <laughs> I mean I'll say it. <laughs> okay. Um that might be the first time I've ever said the F word. Like I know. on the internet. I know. I'm <laughs> well, a little shook. There you go. Wow. I've had half a white claw. 
and you're just going just on going it. Just going crazy. Um, but yeah, there are definitely some people on the internet that I fall into holes and I just am like, this is such trash. Like, I completely disagree with everything this person stands for, but I have to watch all of their videos. Like, I don't feel guilty about the YouTube holes that I fall into where it's like, men who have like pet monkeys and like take them to starbucks right like that's like okay this is pure like this is like very interesting to me but it's like the content creators that are doing like pranks or like i don't know i don't know and do you do you watch that content consistently or is it like one night you watch all that content and then you never clicked on it it's like one night i like binge it all especially now that i'm like on maternity leave and it's like i don't have a baby yet but I can't really do anything. Right. So it's like a lot of me sitting on the couch being like, hmm, I've watched everything in my subscription box that sounds interesting. Like, let's Google this. But yeah, do you have any, like, YouTube content or anything that you feel guilty about watching? Not really. The only thing I can think of in terms of, like, YouTube holes is sometimes I'll, like, see one video on my recommended that's, like, some it's usually about some sort of like reality tv show like judge judy or dr Mm. phil where it's like judge judy tells this guy get a book chuck or like something like that i'm like i need i need like a 20 30 minute something to watch while i do my makeup so put it on then my entire recommended is judge judy and then i click on all of them (laughs) for like a week and then i tell myself no more clicking on judge judy because my whole recommended is judge judy so then i stop for a little while and then it happens again with like dr phil we went through a big Maury phase when we were, like, early college. It was, like, 18, 19. Yeah. You would come over to my first apartment when I lived yes. alone, and we would just watch Maury Povich all day. Yes. I feel like we would, like, watch Maury, and then we'd, like, go thrifting, and then, like, get sushi. And, and then like, come, come home and, and watch, watch more Maury. Maury. <laughs> it was, like, a very weird time in our we lives. We have not watched Maury in so long. I know. One, remember, we would try to guess what was going to happen by, like, just like oh. the first little clip we'd be like okay those were the days like, she's not with him and he's with oh gosh it was so fun oh gosh did you see those pictures that came out of dr phil's house you sent them to what do you mean <laughs> did i see them I you texted them to me they're wild it's weird it's very scary carly have you seen them Carly, please Google can, can Dr. Up. Phil's house. Because the thing is, like, I, I know Dr. Phil is rich. Yeah. But this is not just, like, rich, rich. This is, like, weird rich. It's really weird. It's, like, a lot of guns, a lot of, like, Cheesecake Factory-esque decor, yeah. a lot of, like, Korean, like, stuffed animals. It's very strange. Not what I would expect. Very interesting aesthetic. <laughs> What's your next one? Ooh, okay. So I think we share this one. Okay gossiping but gossiping about people i don't know like i don't want to like sit at a table and like talk to you about like carly right or like jessica or like my mom or whatever i want to sit at a table and talk to you about someone that like is steven's third cousin twice removes best friends this that and the other i put that down as one of mine i said gossiping about people that i kind of know but i'm not connected to yes like to me I love, I love, because I love to gossip, but I never, I hate, like, I don't have anything to gossip about you. I don't have anything to yeah. gossip about Kenzie. Like, what is, well, what, what is there to gossip about? Well, then also you feel guilty, because yeah. you're like, then I'm going to see that person, and, and I'm going to feel like I, like, talked bad about them, no. and, and I don't want to, like, be telling other people's business. No. To, like, but if it's, 
like getting to hear like through the grapevine about some like crazy stuff that's going down in other people's lives and I like know the people enough to like understand the circumstances but like haven't seen them in years that's my to me the best thing is like meeting (laughs) someone at a YouTube convention Mm. like just one time maybe had like a 20-30 minute conversation followed each other on Instagram or Twitter and then all of a sudden six months or a year later they're like in a huge scandal or having this huge drama and I'm like I am not involved in this I do not really know you but like what's the tea like what's going on same thing with like we because you and I we don't really gossip about people like in our real real lives but it'll be like oh my gosh you know that like friend of my mom's whose like cousin got married and then like my mom went to the wedding and then oh my gosh like now the the husband is sleeping with her mom and it like just crazy Mm. or I feel like hearing in that kind of same vein drama from people who you didn't know from high school but went to your high school Mm -hmm. it's like a very specific thing but I feel like hearing like oh my gosh like do you remember so-and-so mix so-and-so and you're like yeah I sat next to them in like one class sophomore year yeah and then it's like well, guess what? They just came out that they're like a part of this huge pyramid scheme, and that they're like they're getting the sued Illuminati for a hundred million dollars. And, and they, yeah, it, it just is the best. And I would say that to me is the truest guilty pleasure because mm-hmm. I do truly, even when it's people I don't really know, I do feel a little bit guilty about it. Yes, like I again with like YouTube polls and voting with your dollars, especially about like people I met once mm-hmm. or people who I've like heard of. Like I don't want to give my my views my dollars that kind of thing to like just drama you yeah. know and, and I feel bad kind of like feeding into that machine yeah but sometimes I can't help it well and especially if it's like just like if I'm gossiping with like you or Kyle I feel like that's like my safe space yeah it's not gonna go anywhere like yeah. I'm not gonna call up whoever so-and-so make so-and-so from high school and be like yeah guess what Skylar said about you like it's it's contained in our little tiny canister yeah and we can just nim, 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 gossip oh it's so great I my it's so funny because Steven makes fun of me for it all the time he says that like that's something I really need to work on is like really not gossiping as much and he I remember he said something like he was like you know like no one else really gossips like you and then like literally 30 minutes later we're at my parents house and my brother's fiance my older brother's fiance who's like the most like chill kind of like tomboy girl in the world like wouldn't expect her to be a huge gossip comes up to me and is like oh my god I have to tell you what I heard about like my third cousins da 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 and I'm like Steven see like it this is this a is thing a thing that people do is it a girl thing mm. or is it a certain type of person thing that trans like uh what's the word like transponds gender i think that it yeah i think it's a certain type of person thing. because yeah. i, I know guys a, who gossip like that yeah i think that a lot of girls fall into that camp which is why like girls get pe- i mean there's a whole show called gossip girl <laughs> but at the end oh should i give the spoiler S- skip <laughs> past five seconds if you don't want to hear at the it's end it was dan humphreys so like our friend jacob loves to gossip jacob is the biggest gossip, gossip. Also, Kyle, 
huge gossip. gossip. <laughs> I think it's a person thing. I don't yeah. think it's like a. Also, it can be a, like I know I know gossiping is bad, but it can be a really really good bonding thing, right? Of like especially like in a workplace environment to be like, did you hear like when Sandra just yelled at like Cody? And it's like, yeah, Sandra is like really off her rocker today, and it can be like a bonding thing of like, hey, this would be kind of like workplace like verbal abuse, but if we just talk about our shared experience, like it'll at least bring us together, and that's like. A positive outcome. So keep gossiping. Keep gossiping, <laughs> ladies. And gentlemen. Oh, gosh. Uh, what's your next one? My next one is kind of similar to the Postmates one. Okay. It is eating in bed. Mm. And I think there are certain instances where I don't feel guilty. Like if I am sick or like there's a reason why it's best for me to be eating in bed, like that's fine. What I'm talking about is like when Kyle brings me a bagel in the morning and I just like lay the plate on my chest and like don't even sit up and just like kind of consume the bagel like half laying down. It's like a conveyor belt like ugh. Yeah like that's I, I feel like I really believe in like if you're like when you're consuming food to like really enjoy it mm-hmm. and like not just to like eat crap to eat crap like right. I think like if I'm going to eat a bagel like I want to like taste the bagel and like sit at my table and have it be like an experience um and I think that about like any food but I just feel like me laying in bed like not even scooting up in bed and like propping myself on a pillow like it just I always feel like gross after yeah. and like you don't have a napkin <laughs> it's like I don't know it just is like not a great thing but it's something that I find a lot of pleasure in so that was my next one um my, my next <laughs> I'm one. just looking up at the outline and I'm like I want to hear about this one my next one is veggie tales and the reason because I feel like there's like I've seen TikToks about veggie tales like I feel like tick like they're silly songs with Larry slaps. Like Absolutely. I, like I think any millennial who grew up with Veggie Tales will understand like the love that you have in the nostalgia for like Song of the Cebu. Yeah, great. But the issue is, is that I currently don't have kids, and also I'm not Christian, and also I listen to it like unironically. <laughs> like I think it's one thing if you're like with friends and you're like, haha, like let's turn on this song from our childhood. It's another thing to like not be Christian, not have any children present, be alone in your car, and be like, I really want to listen to the hairbrush song. <laughs> so, but here's my question. Do you only listen to Silly Songs with Larry or do you watch like the show no, show? No, I only listen to Silly Songs with Larry. Okay. Okay. Because uh, Silly Songs with Larry is not inherently Christian, even though Veggie Tales is. That's true. Like, uh, m- like Man in the Tall s- or High Silk Hat yeah. is not like that's a Christian true. rock song. But like I'll listen to like the song. What's it called? It's like, God is bigger than the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> There are some, like, kind of God-y songs yeah. in there. And I just, it, it, it is a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> I was talking to Kyle the other day. I was like, are we going to let our son watch VeggieTales? Like, I, I don't think if, like, my grandma were to turn on VeggieTales or my mom, I'd be like, turn that off. Right. But, like, am I going to sit down and intentionally turn that on for him? Because you're not raising him in any religion. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like... 
he's not worshipping like any other media that he's consuming right. like he's it, not watching like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and, and being, being like, like oh, praise, oh great praise Mickey, Mickey. <laughs> watch so, a story the explorer starts like a shrine to her <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you can think it someone probably has yeah. done it no but that's um, true I think if, if your kid is watching Veggie Tales, if you're not teaching them in like religion yeah they're gonna look at it like any other story right in the same way that they see but i guess kids also see like elsa as like real yeah so i don't know i'm a little conflicted on it like how funny would it be if your like very secular child was like i want to be moses for halloween (laughs) but like moses is like an asparagus I'm sorry, that laugh was so loud. That probably hurt all the headphones. Uh, I just love the idea of your non-religious child being Bob the Tomato as Moses. I love it. Like, I think it's really great. I feel like that would also be, like, a great, like, TikTok. Oh, yeah. Now I think about everything in TikTok. Okay. It's a problem. That's one of mine, but we'll get to it. So you do. No, let's talk about it. TikTok is my ultimate guilty pleasure. I agree. I downloaded it as a joke. Yeah. And then I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love TikTok. TikTok is my favorite, which was my unpopular opinion on like, I don't know, months ago. And then now I'm filming this video where I try to become TikTok famous in a week. And I'm having more fun creating TikToks than I have like any other form of social media. I know. I love TikTok. I love TikTok. And the thing is, I feel truly guilty about loving TikTok because it's really like an addiction like I feel like I'm pretty like in control of like on like Instagram and Twitter I only follow accounts that like I like kind of believe in like Mm -hmm. I follow a couple like meme accounts right but I feel like I try and it's kind of like how we keep bringing up of like supporting people giving people a follow if like I like them and I think they're like overall like doing good or they're entertaining and not harming anyone or whatever And so I feel like I do a pretty good job at, like, limiting myself on, like, the time that I spend on, like, Instagram and Twitter and even Facebook. TikTok, I'll open at, like, at, like, any time of the day that I have free time. Like, if I go to the bathroom, I, like, open TikTok. Well, that's the thing, because, like, choosing a YouTube video and watching it all the way through is kind of a commitment. Yeah. But just, like, scrolling, hee-hee, scroll, scroll. (sighs) The crazy thing about TikTok, too, is their algorithm is so smart. When I ask my followers, like, what do you think of as TikTok famous? I ask people that on Instagram. Or, like, who's – and a lot of people are saying people who are TikTok famous – these are people who are, I guess are stereotypically what most people think of when they think of TikTok. I have never seen these people on my yeah. page. They were talking about like Charlie DeMalo and the Hype House and like all these things. Yeah. And I look them up and they have like 30 million followers. I'm like, I have never no. seen this on my For You page. Because my For You page mm-hmm. is prequel memes, old school Disney channel, just like dumb Vine energy things and like cute animals. Yeah. And no, and TikTok even, knows what I want. Even I remember maybe like a month ago, you told me about, you're like, oh, you know that trend that's like so popular of people like, like reciting movie quotes, like with the screen in front of them. And I was like, no, I've literally never seen that. And then now you've done that. And so it's been on my feed. And so now it starts recommending me those because I'm liking your TikToks. And sometimes TikTok serves me things where I'm like, how on earth 
did you know I would like this? They yes. started giving me like relatable, funny sorority girl content of like, haha, like every girl like showing up to like chapter, like different types of sorority girls during Rush. I know. How did they know? It's really bad. Like mine are like a lot of like Twilight memes, a lot of like divorced <laughs> parent memes, <laughs> a lot of like, like my parents going to bed, like knowing that I'm just like at a friend's house and like ones. me blackout drunk See, in the field. That's where our crossover yeah. is. TikTok. But, but yeah, that's one of mine. What's yeah. your last one? My last one. Oh, okay. This one I feel really guilty about. Okay. Online shopping for hours on end and then not buying anything. <laughs> like I literally will have like a hundred items in my cart and then I'll go through and narrow it down to like five items and be like, these are the five best items and then I'll just close out the window. <laughs> it's like really... It's really something else. But here's my question. Do you go into it every time knowing I'm just going to sit down and scroll and like not buy anything? Or are you like, no, 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 I want to get this. I want to get this. And then you don't. So the really crazy part about it, and I don't like to use the word crazy, but I do think it's a little crazy, is I'll do it like when stores are having sales. So like American Eagle's been having a bunch of really big sales and I keep getting emails about it. So I'll shop in the clearance section and like apply promo codes and then i'll x out like it's not even like let me like go and find like the cutest like dream things at american eagle no it's you're like, on the clearance rack i'm on the clearance rack like trying to find the best deal and then i x out of it it's like like i'm glad that i have the yeah. self-control i think it would be but, a tr- like a more of like a guilty pleasure if you bought all the stuff but at least then my time would be worth something <laughs> like this is literally like i am gaining nothing from this like it's not even it's not me like trying to find my style by like seeing like what's new and trendy it's not like i'm not getting anything out of it it literally is just a waste of my time and i do it all the time how often like maybe every day <laughs> like I would say that I probably like I literally went through the other day and deleted a bunch of clothing apps off of my phone and then like have since re-downloaded them because all and they're like not it, it's not even like my dream store right. like I would love to be able to shop at like Madewell and Free People and Anthropology, but like I don't really because I feel like those are just kind of like higher tier than I typically buy but it's not even like I'm going on like free people and being like, oh, like if this only, dress. Yeah. Like I'm literally going on like Cotton On or like American Eagle. Or like I don't even shop at Forever 21 anymore and I'll go on Forever 21 and try and like scavenge through to find things that are like actually cute in it, their clearance section. Is this the secret reason you're so good at like your job and ordering <laughs> stuff for videos? Because you're like, I know exactly where to find this. I've already seen it on the website four times. Like, I feel like it's like confessions of a shopaholic, but for like a very frugal person. <laughs> Anyways, well, that's my last one. What's that's your good. first one? Um, okay. So this one's like actually kind of embarrassing. Um, going to Disneyland alone and riding Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters over and over and over again to try to get a better score. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be funny because I feel like most of mine you, like, agreed with. Like, yeah. I think the shopping one and maybe VeggieTales were the only ones that you, like, really just didn't relate to. I feel like there are going to be a couple of yours. Where You're just, like, like, nope. I, so here's the thing. I cannot justify me driving from my house up to Disneyland to go by myself. I've, I've never done that. I probably will someday, but I never have yet. But when I'm driving back from L.A., 
and I want to wait out traffic and I have my Disneyland pass, I'll go park in downtown Disney, I'll go into the park and I'm thinking, you know, oh, what rides do I want to ride? And I'm like, well, I can get a fast pass for Astro Blasters. It's ready right now. So I'll do that and then I'll get back in line and then I'll get another fast pass and then I'll get back in line because no one gets fast passes for Buzz Lightyear. And when I'm alone, I don't have to be like, haha, this is so fun. Hee hee. I'm just like, like just going nuts. Just trying to get the best possible I never knew this about you. I've probably done that four or five times. That is crazy. <laughs> See, I've never even been to Disneyland by myself. Yeah, it's really it's really fun. But you also don't like being by yourself. And yeah, I do. you're really good at like solo travel yeah. and like being entertained by yourself. I'm kind of an enigma in that way because I'm very much a people person. But yeah. I also a lot of the times I prefer to be alone. Yeah. Or I like not even prefer, but I like enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's like a really great quality. <laughs> I just feel like I, I'm such an awkward person that I, like if I'm alone, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Because <laughs> I like, I don't like being on my phone constantly. And so I feel like if I'm alone, my default is like to pick up my phone. Like if I'm sitting alone at a restaurant, I feel like there's only so much time that I can spend like looking around right. or whatever. That Then I like pick up my phone. Whereas if I'm with someone, my phone is like gone away in my purse and I'm like, interacting but if you go to disneyland by yourself and just go on buzz light your astro blasters over and over you don't have then, to worry about what to do with your hands because you're doing occupied. this yeah uh oh, <laughs> so gosh. that's one of mine um we already talked about gossiping about people i'm somewhat removed from next one this is a recent one stardew valley here's the thing about stardew valley i am not it is not i'm not embarrassed i'm not it's not a guilty pleasure for me that i play like pokemon on switch like yeah. to me that's like a personality trait i wear that as a badge of honor <laughs> I love Pokemon. Stardew Valley has no plot. You're it's like Farmville. If you remember Farmville from yeah. Facebook, but like I paid for it and it's in my Switch and every night I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to tend to my chickens." Like, "Oh, I'm going to build another barn and buy Ooh. another pig." I feel like I would really like that. I think you would love it. You can like get married. <gasps> oh, I love you, that. Oh, it's fantastic. I love Stardew Valley. I got I got it over winter break when I was on my break from work I logged 35 hours in about a week oh (laughs) since then I'm now at 42 hours so I've only played another seven hours in the past like what is that three weeks so like not a crazy amount but that first week I played 35 hours (laughs) that is nuts oh my gosh yeah I don't I don't like video games. I feel like that's, like, a really, like, hot take. Um, I'm not against video games. Like, I feel like I understand, like, you and Kyle's appreciation for, like, the Pokemon franchise. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like playing, like, Mario Kart if we're in, like, a group setting. Yeah. Like, I, I understand. Um, I think violent video games are, like, maybe more of a hot take that I have. But I think that, for me, the only thing comparable was... I went through a phase where I would download like kitchen like what was it called like there were overcooked no overcooked is a game you'd really like it's like a good game for couples where you're like running a kitchen together and Stephen and I because Stephen was trying to get me back into like playing video games this was like two or three years ago and he was like oh this is supposed to be like the best game that like to play as a couple yeah and so it's like teamwork and like one person is like putting the the like pancakes on the stove and the other has to go like bring them to the customer and it's you guys would really like it except i feel like that might make kyle and i like fight it's, yeah <laughs> we, like we fought we fought a little bit i'd be like you are supposed to take the eggs off the 
fryer. <laughs> but I think he would really, Stardew Valley is relaxing. Oh. You would really like it. I might have to get into I it. I think they have it on mobile. Especially like when Kyle is gone on work trips and it's just like me chilling at home with a baby. Like I can only like read books and watch YouTube videos for so long. Like I, I need a good video game. I think you should download Stardew Valley on mobile. Because I think you would have a lot. Of, it's like $7, I think, on mobile. Oh. I think you would really like it. Yeah, another one that I've heard a lot about, but I've never played, is Animal Crossing. I have not played that either, but I think that's in kind of the same realm Zane. as, like, Stardew Valley. Okay. I'm going to download Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is essentially, did you ever play Harvest Moon? No. It's like progressive Harvest Moon. Ooh, so it was made, made by just this one guy who's, like, a tech developer and just, okay. like, made it as a passion project. Because he was, like, fed up with, like, the lack of options in Harvest Moon. So, like, in Harvest Moon, you could only – there was only three potential wives. And you had to play as a man. And you could only marry the wives. Stardew Valley is a freaking free-for-all. I am a woman. And I can date whoever I want in the town. As long as they're not married. There's, like, drama. Like, the mayor's, like, sleeping with, like, the woman who, like, sells me the cows and stuff. Oh. It's good. Also, I just thought about a guilty pleasure that I don't – currently have but within the last year i have i have downloaded many a game that's like the demi lovato like journey to stardom no or like those ones where it's like it gives you like two text options and it's like which like the episode one yes i used to play the kim kardashian one yes i (laughs) That is a true guilty pleasure. Yeah. Because you're not even, like, there's nothing that you're accomplishing. No, it's you like know what two the, options. the real guilty pleasure about that is? I probably spent, like, 15 bucks in the Kim Kardashian <laughs> game. <laughs> I was like, I am not waiting for my energy to refill. Like, I am buying those little coins. There was, like, one time, maybe, like, six months ago, where Kyle and I were, like, going through our finances. And I was like, oh, like, what are all these charges from the Apple store? And he was like, uh, nothing. And then I realized that it was because Pokemon he plays, Go. he spends money, like, actual money in Pokemon Go. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> so for the next, like, three or four months, anytime I wanted anything stupid, I'd be like, well, you can spend $3 on Pokeballs. Like, I can get a Starbucks. <laughs> you know what we should do for a podcast? What? Screen record our screen, sit a little bit further apart, and play episode. That would be really good. That would be really fun. That would be I think we'd really, have a lot of really fun, fun with fun. that. And then if we wanted to buy all the energy, it could be a business expense. <laughs> Seriously, I actually think that we should uh, play I mean, Pokemon Go. I know, that, day. I know that Pokemon Go is uh, best when, like, traveling or, like, walking, <laughs> yeah. moving near a gym. But, like, we should just play it here yeah. and then, like, we can spend a bunch of money and it's a business expense. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done a Pokemon Go main channel video. So here's the thing. I actually can hit level 40 right now. Like I have, I just have to open some gifts, but I was waiting because I wanted to do a vlog about it. Like I want to make a vlog that's like I hit level 40 on Pokemon Go. Yeah. And I just keep like waiting and waiting. So I think tomorrow, because tomorrow's my birthday. So that can be my birthday present to myself. (laughs) I'll take the vlog. We... We'll go get our nails done, and then I'll go hit level 40 on Pokemon that Go. That is so funny. I'll do that. Well, especially since you were saying, like, yeah, I don't think I, like, want to go out to dinner for my birthday. I don't mm-hmm. want to do any. Like, I just want to, like, chill at home. If you just, like, chilled at home and played, like, hit level, level 40, 40, that sounds kind of like your dream Honestly, situation. It really is. And then, see, that's another thing. I don't feel guilty about playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. I wear that as a badge of honor. <laughs> That is a personality I did think of something I actually do have a little bit of a guilty pleasure with Pokemon Go. 
um, meeting up with people from uh, uh, Discord groups to do raids in Pokemon. I do that. Well, do I don't you do, still do that? Not as much because the, the raid group I was in got shut down. So I joined another one, but I don't like know the people in that group. So it's like a little bit more awkward. Whereas like my raid group before, like I knew the same, like I knew everyone's screen names and like what they looked like. And so then when I went there, like I knew those people and then this new raid group, I'll go sometimes if I'm, like, out playing and, like, need people to do a raid, I'll just, like, go wherever they are. But, like, oh, it makes me feel a little more awkward. My God. I remember when Pokemon Go was, like, first a thing. It was before I downloaded it. This was probably, like, a year before I downloaded it. And Kyle would, like, go out and do that. And I remember getting in, like, a really big fight with him, being like, I feel very uncomfortable with you, like, leaving, like, us hanging out on a Saturday to go meet up with strangers on the internet. Steven was very concerned about it. He was like, please keep your location. For me, he was like, keep your location on. Like, don't go anywhere creepy. I'm like, it's fine. It's, like, my raid friends. I know. And he'd be like, it's fine. I, like, know them. Like, we're, like, we're fine. We're in a Facebook group together or whatever. And I'd be like... This seems so weird. Well, the other thing is gyms are in public places. So there's no gym that's like back alley dumpster. Like I mean in North Hollywood. (laughs) That's probably true. Here it's like here it's like in and out and that kind of thing. Um my next Oh (laughs) Carly just scrolled down to show the next one. I'm really embarrassed. Mine are way more guilty than yours. Yours are like, I'm quirky and relatable. (laughs) My my next one is popping zits. Okay. Doesn't have to be my own. I mean, I agree with this. Okay, you do. Yes. I'm definitely, like, a zit popper person. Yeah, me too. I think, like, (laughs) humble brag, I feel like this is, like, the only point in my life where I've, like, ever not had, like, any acne just because of, like, pregnancy hormones. I'm sure once I go into postpartum in, like, a week, like, the acne (laughs) will be back. But there was definitely a point in my life where I just, like, my favorite thing in the world was, like, popping Kyle's back zits and, like... That's just Steven. That's the tea. Steven does not like to let me pop his zits. I I feel like I've been here when you and Steven have gotten in fights about yeah. like you popping zits. Yeah, he <laughs> won't let me sometimes. So I have to like make bargains where I'm like, I'll take the dogs out for the rest of the day. I will do the dishes. Like, let me pop that giant zit on your nose. Well, but he also discourages you from popping your zit. Yes, because he's like, that's bad for your skin. That's and I'm like, screw you. I'm gonna get this juice out. Like. <laughs> And, and I like all the things in that same vein. I love pore strips and, like, peeling the stuff mm-hmm. off. Especially on, like, everything comes back to Steven. Steven has bigger pores than me, so, like. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, I love plucking my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get, like, an ingrown hair, like, on my leg, like, pulling it out with tweezers. Love it. Um, Were you ever into Dr. Pimple Popper? That's a little too much for me. Yeah. I like normal zits that like I am get the one getting to pop like I don't need to watch videos of other people <laughs> popping zits I feel like that kind of sounds like we're talking about like adult content <laughs> it's like is there I'm... like like you know how there's like like porn and like amateur porn like is there like amateur pimple popping because I don't need like giant back cyst popped I just need like at home you know like just a girl and her right. husband just popping a back zit <laughs> dead oh my god i feel like maybe we should move on to the next one okay next one puddle jumping i also something i don't really i love jumping in a good puddle especially if i'm wearing rain boots i think one of the biggest like reasons i bought like like actual waterproof rain boots is so i can puddle jump without like regretting it later 
Oh my god. See, this is this is the exact example of something that like you well, apparently you do it now, but something that you would tell me that you did when you were a child where I'd be like, oh, that stresses me out. You you currently puddle jump. Yes. So what is puddle jump? Like jumping into a puddle intentionally. Yeah, and seeing it splash and being like hee 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 and then jumping off. Like are these puddles that are like in mud? Yeah, usually. So you just get like you fling mud everywhere. Not everywhere cuz it's not like a hole. It's like a it's a puddle. I didn't say like hole jumping. <laughs> so what do you get out of puddle jumping? I this is one of my favorite things about you. It's like fun. I love that you I even in your birthday card today I wrote like one of my favorite things is that you're able to find like oh, the joy and like yet. the silly and like the little things in life. Like mm-hmm. I just I would never in my life see a puddle and be like I should jump in that. I, I, to this day, puddle jump when I'm, like, out and about. When I was, like, a teenager, I would get my little brother when it was, like, pouring rain outside in my parents' backyard when he was, like, nine and I was, like, 17. I'd be like, hey, you want to go puddle jump? And we'd go puddle jump together. What? Do you jump in leaves in the fall? No. There's no (laughs) splash. (laughs) But don't they kind of, like, kerpoof? No, that's, see, that seems like what, like, Tumblr girls do. Okay. They like jump in, in leaves. You're like, I'm not like I'm other girls. I'm not like other girls. I jump in puddles. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Next one. Prequel <clears throat> memes. I am not, I don't think it's guilty that I love the prequels. I, uh, this is Star Wars prequels, I should say. That means episodes one, two, and three of Star okay. Wars. I don't feel guilty that I love those. I feel a little guilty when I sit there. The, me and my friend Kenzie, this is like our favorite thing to do, is that we put on episode one and we just quote the whole thing as we sit there and watch it. So we'll just sit there, like eat our food, eat our takeout, and be like, are you an angel? I hear the space pilots talk about that. I'm a person and my name is Anakin. Like, it's our favorite thing. That, I'm a little embarrassed of. The, I follow multiple prequel meme pages and I'm subscribed to the prequel meme oh. subreddit. And they're just so dumb. I just love them. I mean, I understand. I think something I almost put on my list and then didn't, but now I will bring up because I feel like it's similar, is I have, like, a deep-rooted love for the Hunger Games. Oh. And I, like, hate violence. Yeah. Like, like the idea of watching a movie, <laughs> like, the Hunger Games is as close to horror as I get. Where a bunch of children murder each other. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's literally just children murdering each other. Yeah. That's what the entire series is. Yeah. But, like, I find such joy in it. See, I kind of forgot the Hunger Games existed. Like, I was really into them when they came out, and now it's not I, one of those things I've revisited. I love the Hunger Games. Like, Kyle and I have rewatched it, like, multiple times. Like, the entire series. We should rewatch it. It's really good. <laughs> they're, they're doing another, they're coming out with a prequel, and, like, everyone was tweeting about oh. it. But the prequel is going to be about President Snow. Oh. Like, the old white guy yeah. who's, like, corrupt. Why? And everyone's like, there are so many good characters that you could have done a prequel about. Yeah, no, that's... Like, why this, like, old, white, corrupt president? They're going to, like, try to make him, like, redeeming. Yeah. Ah. I know everyone on Twitter was really angry about it, <laughs> me included. <laughs> how did I like not hear about this? I think it's the algorithm thing. Yeah, I think it's like how I don't have prequel memes in my TikTok for you page. Like you don't have angry Hunger Games people in your Twitter feed. I follow a Instagram page that it's been going for like a year and a half. Uh, tweet or posts every single day 
one line from the prequels in order. Oh gosh. So it like like each line one by one in order. That's every a lot. day. But I like the commitment. Yeah. And they I put feel like, like funny captions. I feel like if they had that for the B movie, I would be into it. <laughs> I think that would maybe that's what you should start. <laughs> I do love the B movie. And I feel like the B movie is something that's like collectively loved. Like I have probably watched the B movie maybe more than any movie ever. I tried to make Steven watch it with me and he fell asleep. How and then you? he said he didn't want to start watching it again when what? the next day. I know. The B movie is the most climactic movie ever. It's fantastic. He literally sues the, the human, human race. race. And then falls in love with a human woman. Like she literally like leaves her okay. boyfriend for him. Circling back, that's not a Disney or Pixar movie. That's true. Who made that? DreamWorks? Mm, yeah. Well, there guess. you go. You know what? B movie and Shrek, I'll give a pass. Okay. Like, I think that there are still good movies made by other animation studios. Like, right. I love, like, The Little Prince, which is, like, a very, like, indie kind of animated movie or mm-hmm. whatever. But I just think that Disney, like, consistently delivers. Right. Great content. Okay. Uh, so my next one is Hot Cheetos. And here's the thing. <laughs> I don't feel guilty about eating Hot Cheetos because they're unhealthier, because they're that, like, eat what you want Mm -hmm. you know for me it's not like a diet culture it's not a diet culture thing thing. i have plenty of foods that i enjoy that are really healthy and some that i enjoy that are not and that's fine the reason that hot cheetos are a guilty pleasure for me is because i feel like absolute poo poo every time after i eat hot cheetos yeah for at least 24 hours if i eat a bag of hot cheetos i am not going to the gym that next day I am going to have some really questionable bathroom time. (laughs) (laughs) My stomach is not going to feel good. Like, it's just everything about the hot Cheetos make my body feel awful. My body rejects it. And time after time, I mean, not that often. I don't have hot Cheetos that often. I maybe have them, like, once a month. That's, like, my thing. If I'm having, like, a night out or, you know, like a, like a, a night at home, something like that, where I'm like, you know what? I really want to treat myself. I'm going to get some hot Cheetos. I know full well yeah. when I reach onto that store display and grab myself a bag of lime and hot Cheetos that I am committing myself to feel like crap. Do you know what I feel like the equivalent is? Hmm. Did you ever drink a Four loco? Yes, and absolutely <laughs> that is the same thing. It's like the same thing of... It's okay if you want to drink alcohol. Yeah. Like, you can go, and there are plenty of ways that you can consume alcohol that aren't going to, like, completely mess you up for the next couple days. Right. It's like you can have a glass of wine, you can have a cocktail, like a beer, whatever. Yeah. But if you are going to the store and buying a Four, four loco, loco, you know, this is not going to be good for me. Yeah, you know, like, I'm this not going to... This is not ha- going to end well, but I'm still, still going to do, do it. it. That's me with hot Cheetos. Yeah, like, you could get, like, Doritos. Yeah. You could get, like... If I eat, like, Doritos or Sun Chips or... or even, like, French fries. French fries. I, like, enjoy it. I feel fine. Yeah. If I eat hot... Che- I'm not... You know, I'm just going to say, I am not being kind to my body when I make the decision to eat hot Cheetos. When Very I, off brand. When I eat hot Cheetos, I am giving a big middle finger to my body and my digestive system. Which is why I don't do it very often. But oh. my life would be exponentially better if I just eradicated hot Cheetos from my life. Yeah. I I love that the only food item on, like, either of our lists was, like, 
a very practical thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like when I was Googling, like, what other people's guilty pleasures were, literally everything was, like, really bad diet culture. Like, <laughs> ice cream. And yeah. it's like, it's like, dude, just, just eat some ice cream. You don't have to. F- or my, oh, the thing that drives me crazy is when people post, um, like, lower calorie or lower carb alternatives to things and advertise it as guilt-free. Yeah. As if the full version should make you feel guilty. Yeah. It shouldn't. Unless it's hot Cheetos that are gonna. It's all right if yeah. you don't want to eat a bunch of junk food all the time. Yeah, no, it's that's okay fine. if you want to just eat like fruits and vegetables and grains and like that's absolutely fine. It's this idea that like inherently, if I'm eating a piece of pizza, I must feel, feel guilty. guilty. Ugh, gross. No, like that's <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, I hard disagree on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have, okay, the other, I have three more, but two of them we already went over. It was music and then reality TV. My last one is Neopets. I love, I haven't played Neopets in so long, actually. I think I substituted Stardew Valley for that. But, like, maybe three or four years ago, I was sitting around and I was like, man, what is Neopets up to? Like, I think I saw a meme about it on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if I could still get into the account that I made when I was seven years old. Like, literally made it when I was seven years old. Probably played it from, like, seven to maybe ten yeah I was able to like go through all these channels I was able to access my old email it took me like two or three days to like get this and then reset the password and I got into my old Neopets account because the thing is I don't think I would have like made a new Neopets account and like gotten into it yeah but I had my freaking Neo home my fairy paintbrush my everything like I had so much stuff in this game and so I went through like a maybe six month period and then I've like revisited a few times since then where like at night I'd be like 30 minutes while Steven's playing video games I'm gonna play some Neopets that is so funny also I feel like it's funny that you haven't done it that much recently but it made it on your list I have a theory that you like that you play Neopets I don't think it's guilty for you I think it's a point of pride you're right it is it is it's not guilty I think it's poking like I think it's like a quirky thing I think it's funny and it was like a shared experience with people who like grew up in my generation so like I but maybe it is guilty because I never posted about it like I never posted like a (laughs) boom or anything like ha 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 playing Neopets I was just like doing Mirka Chase and freaking happy bounce that's true going on fairy quests like I didn't <laughs> going on fairy quests. I didn't post about it so maybe uh, maybe it is a little bit guilty I mean that's for you and your heart to decide <laughs> <laughs> well I think that's a great way to end the podcast yeah. um let us know down in the comments what are your most guilty pleasures and if you Please. relate to any of these Please let us know because I I'm sure there are so many more that like we all collectively share yeah. as like oh yeah like I feel real guilty when I do that but yeah I keep doing it keep doing it uh Uh, well we love you guys thanks for watching uh go check out Skylar's Instagram to see if she's had baby Pete yet have fun with Steven guys (laughs) I'm so I'm so excited to start like like actively listening and watching this podcast again (laughs) because I feel like I'll like listen from time to time but since I've already been a part of the conversation it's like whatever and I feel like it's weird to just sit and like watch a video of myself for like an hour and a half yeah but when it's you and Stephen it's like a whole new podcast so come back next Monday to see Stephen in this chair it'll be (laughs) fun I don't know what we're gonna talk about so if you have any recommendations 
leave them in the comments i feel like my tiktok thing is getting out of control because i just literally was like that would be such a good boomerang if we did the bippity boppity boo and then it was steven you said boomerang oh wow TikTok. okay i'm done should we do We're it done oh we should do it and i'll make a tiktok out of it okay we'll cut this we'll make the tiktok and i'll see you guys uh, later bye, bye. guys bye.